This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Jonners. This is episode 130 and this is a special interview episode of Wrestling with Jonners um, and I've got a very, very special guest via Skype. Can't wait to uh, introduce you to my special guest. Now, one thing I've always tried to do on the Wrestling with Jonners podcast is to shine a spotlight on some of the best homegrown up-and-coming young talent from around the UK and today is no different. I've been really looking forward to speaking to my next guest. I want to introduce you to one of the very bright hopefuls from the Reach Academy in Plymouth. It's my pleasure to introduce the very, very talented Echo Reed. So Echo, thank you for coming on the Wrestling with Jonas podcast. How are you today? Hi, yeah, I'm good. A little bit tired, but we're all good. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Well, it's fantastic to have you on the Wrestling with Jonas podcast. I know that uh, uh, this has been kind of a, a long time in the making. We kind of arranged this a few weeks ago, but the day is finally here. We're finally talking. I can't wait to talk to you about you, you your life, your career, your love for pro wrestling and everything else. But um, now we, we did speak a little bit off air about this whole uh, COVID-19 madness and uh, the world being in lockdown. And uh, I understand that life has returned relatively back to normal for you. I know that you spent a few weeks in quarantine but you've just recently gone back to your normal day job but during those first two or three weeks you, you could tell just by reading your Instagram posts that you weren't a happy bunny tell us to describe how 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 quarantine life was for you because I'm guessing that you weren't enjoying it at all no the first three weeks were honestly horrid I couldn't stand just being in my bedroom constantly even though I like my bed I like taking naps but being here constantly and not being able to leave is like, it, ugh, I couldn't handle it. And I was running out of things to do. I wanted to watch wrestling, but I refused to watch it for the first week. I was like, if I watch it, I'm going to miss it too much. And eventually, suddenly, everyone from the academy is watching it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, ha- I need to, I'm missing it too much and I need to watch something. But um, as soon as I got a call at like one in the afternoon or one, like one morning or afternoon, really me. Um, <laughs> My manager called me and was like, do you want to come back to work? And I remember just being like, yes, 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 please. Like, I'll do any day. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to get out of this house. And you mentioned earlier that um, you tried to go cold turkey on wrestling. That That's almost impossible to do when wrestling is part of your life so much. But uh, uh, you, you couldn't take it when the rest of the academy were kind of messaging you, messaging you about wrestling and watching wrestling. But um, uh, how much do you miss wrestling and, and how much do you want to kind of get back into a wrestling ring at this stage? Because, it, I mean, your last match was what, I, I believe, February. So you probably stopped training around yeah. February, March time. Um, the facility has been closed for a month or so. I'm getting kind of how much are you itching uh, to get back into a wrestling ring to do some training I honestly I I need I need it now <laughs> I've missed it so much I just want to get back in there and start taking bumps I never thought I'd miss bumps but I really did <laughs> I never thought I'd ever say that I just uh, wait to just fall on my back again <laughs> What are you doing to kind of uh, stay fit? Are you kind of exercising around the house or in your garden? Do you have some weights? What are you doing to kind of keep yourself in, in uh, ring shape? So I do two things. So 
I agreed with one of my coaches, Grayson Reeves, that I would do cardio classes on like a Zoom call with everyone. And so I do that at least once every weekday, like every day in a week. But um, so the weekends are off, thankfully. So yeah. I, I literally did one last, like a couple of hours ago. It was horrid. So I do that. And then if I'm like feeling it, then I'll do like a bit of weight training in the night. Yeah. But we often do rotten cardio. It's horrid. I've I've thrown up last week. It was it was too much. <laughs> he doesn't have push you. But um I'm grateful because if I didn't do it, I would definitely be very much out of shape right now. <laughs> Are you doing this via like a a Zoom course, is that right? Yeah, so he will set it up bring us all in suddenly we're all doing 100 burpees each and it's rotten <laughs> that's a really kind of uh, novel way to keep everybody together and uh, yeah. uh making sure that uh, you, you know that you're being trained uh consistently during this downtime with the pandemic and everything so that's really really cool it's almost like a, a virtual uh training academy you could say yeah it's pretty cool to be fair like we do that which is like our normal thing anyway because before training we'd always do at least like 30 minutes of cardio because you don't want to get blown up in a ring that's that's the way and then like tuesday and thursday nights we do wrestling class we will pick like a match each we'll watch it and assess it together then wednesdays we do promo class and i'm terrible at those but we're getting there Yeah, it all sounds really, really good. But uh, I mean, I mentioned during the introduction that you're currently a recruit at uh, the Reach Wrestling Academy. Now, this pandemic couldn't have come at a worse time, to be honest with you, because Reach Reach Academy especially really making waves down in the the southwest of England. Um, But when did you first realise that you wanted to be a pro wrestler then? I'm really, really intrigued. And it's a question I always ask in these type of interviews. Do you remember that fateful day when you had that light bulb moment and you you started searching out wrestling schools and you realised that you wanted to start training to be a pro wrestler I did yeah um so I had it was like a few weeks before my 17th birthday and I remember it was like summer holidays I just finished like my last year at school and I remember I just like oh, what can I do I've got like two weeks left before I start college I had no idea what I wanted to do really so I was like I just started watching wrestling again and I remember like thinking you used to love this why did you stop watching it and I thought you know what why don't you try it and but I didn't know that there was any wrestling schools down this part of the country. I just, I Googled like the nearest ones in like the UK and all I could get was Norwich. So I booked that for the summer, but I didn't really want to wait almost a year to train. So yeah. I was like, just searching out whatever I could. And then I didn't see anything until February last year. Um, and I saw a poster for uh, an 18 plus show for Reach, but obviously I couldn't get in. So I, I remember like messaging him on Facebook and just being like, do you have an academy school? So I'm, I'm very much interested. And turns out they had like a case session like a week later. I remember popping down and I ha- haven't looked back since. Love That's it. fantastic. So so was Reach kind of the first training facility that you, uh, that, that you started training at then? Yeah, that was my first school. And uh, how was that kind of, first time that you turned up at the reach academy um i'm, I'm guessing we, we we spoke about bumps earlier and i always like to ask kind of what was that first bump like but i mean just stepping through the doors the first day you know it was you you know was it quite daunting were you excited um and was that the first time that you met jason king and grayson yeah i hadn't met any of them like no one at all i was completely new to everything and everyone 
And I remember I showed up an hour early because it was either be an hour early or be an hour late with like the bus time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I have to sit there for a while. And I remember just being sat in this sports hall at the time and like no one was there. <laughs> and people started piling in. They're like, Who, who's this? Like, what? And like a few of them said hello, like being welcoming. Yeah. And eventually Jason and Grayson walked in. They're like, oh, you must be the new guy. I was like, oh, hi. Like, I was very, very shy when I first started. Like, I, I didn't speak to a lot of people at all like the first month but I remember the first session like it was a lot of tech to start with like because there's uh, two of the people that joined the same day yeah so I was like okay like nice basic stuff and I remember the bumps oh, right they were <laughs> I'm really stupid apparently because when they said touch your neck I thought they meant like do some sort of double chin face <laughs> I was not tucking my neck properly at all so every time I'd hit the mat everything would just hurt and I remember, like, waking up the next morning thinking I'd been in a freaking car car crash. It was so bad. I was like, I can't move. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was horrid. I, I don't think that story is uncommon, to be honest with you. I think a lot of people <laughs> make the mistake on their first bump. But uh, I know that from speaking to other wrestlers and knowing other wrestlers, that it, that it really does suck, that first bump and, and the yeah. following day, most definitely. But uh, after that first training session, I mean, did, did you already have the bug? Uh, did you did you kind of look into go back the following week or whenever the next uh, available training session was? Or was you a little bit put off by the experience? How did you feel after that first training session? I was hooked straight away, yeah. I remember meeting my brother afterwards. And he was like, oh, how was it? Because he loves it as well. And I was like, I can't wait to go again. I want to do it now. I want to do it again. I was, like, so hyped for it. And I remember, like, messaging Jason King again. Yeah. Like, oh, what days does training normally hang on? Because it was a Saturday, like, which was different. It's always a Sunday, usually, at the main classes. He was like, oh, I'll just come by next Sunday at this time. And I was like, okay, yeah, he's a few days. Like, And he didn't think I would show back up because... A lot of people would do the first day and then they just wouldn't come back. Right. So he was like, this girl's not coming back. She's 17. She's not She's not really cut out for this. Come on. And then he was very surprised when I walked in the next day. He's like, oh, okay. She wants this. I was like, yes. They keep hitting me, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's it, isn't it? Once you turn up for the second or third time, I think the trainers realise that you are interested and that you want more. And those are the people that are they kind of invest their time into the people that do keep coming back of course but to yeah. talk us through a typical training session at the Reach Academy and how grueling are some of the training sessions down there I mean does it differ from day to day and from session to session and and uh, what what are some of the things that you don't enjoy about the training sessions at Reach? So we have different we, now we have a unit so like a sports hall which is nice we've very not like place so we have beginners classes intermediate classes and advanced and then like a bit of a mix on a Sunday, so you like both. So every single class has reach cardio. And I, for one, really am not a fan of cardio. Um, but before, it used to be, we'd have this thing, if you didn't get the ring up in 30 minutes, 50 burpees. Oh. So then that got, apparently that got too easy for us after a while, so then it became 100 burpees. And we only ever got the ring up before 30 minutes once. And, oh, and no. <laughs> we were constantly doing 100 burpees and after a while like that really like you knackered but uh, yeah. we got to 50 so I remember getting to 70 I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna pass out this is I'm a small <laughs> person I can't handle all this and then you you finish the burpees they're like right start doing your laps and we're like what <laughs> like yeah you're doing laps you've got to like they'll scream like one two three and four like one's left hand down 
two right hand downs, three was a set up, and four was another burpee. So it was constantly having things like that, and it was horrid. And then they'd, after everything, we'd be like, lunges, bear calls, and bear calls were the worst thing. I used to throw up a lot because of bear calls, because <laughs> I was so not like unused to like cardio. I was never like really into like hardcore like training because like you'd have, always have a break. There was no break. And eventually it got a little bit easier because the more you did it. But now I find cardio a lot easier now with them because we do rounds instead of like all that crazy burpee stuff. <laughs> so we'll do like one minute plank, one minute push ups, one minute sit ups, one minute um, like mountain climbers. And then it's usually like burpees to end it off because everyone hates them. And we'll do them like it used to be three rounds. Of like five different things so it'll be like 50 minutes but now it's five rounds because they keep pushing us um do, do, so speaking about kind of training in general do you have a bit of a sporting background so before you kind of uh started training at reach uh were you into any kind of sports at school or college or anything like that do you have a bit of a sporting background because um you find that a lot of pro wrestlers especially ones that uh, are successful at it are quite athletic to start off with was that your case yeah, I guess kind of, yeah. I was pretty, like, sporty in school. I was always more of a tomboy, so I always did, like, more of the stuff with the guys. So I remember I was part of the rounders team, football, and then I was part of the netball team as well, but I didn't really enjoy netball, so I quit after a while. But, um, yeah, so I used to enjoy those. And then eventually it got mixed, our P group, so doing that was a lot more fun because the girls didn't really like football, not going to lie. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they didn't like that. But I I loved it. Yeah. So I yeah. I used to want to be I used to want to be a footballer when I was like 11 years old. Wasn't any good, but I wanted it. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, we all have our dreams. Do I, I wanted to be a snooker player and a goalkeeper, but I realised after a while I just wasn't any good at any of those. So I just <laughs> watched more wrestling, and that made me happy. So uh, <laughs> there you go. But um, looking at the the rest of the week recruits then I mean now, now correct me if I'm wrong but as you mentioned at the top of the show I think you're one of the newer and probably the youngest uh recruit in the uh, academy bunch aren't you yeah I'm one of the newer like younger ones there's a few younger than me but I'm like one of the main yeah Ah, right. So um, you, you do appear, I mean, kind of reading between the lines and checking your social media, you do appear to be quite a close-knit bunch. Um, but um, who would you say that you've bonded closest to out of everybody at the Reach Academy at the moment? Is there anybody that you do kind of tag along with or you've spent the most amount of time with that you're closest to? Uh, yeah, I'd say the person I bonded with the most would probably be L.A. Taylor, just because we've we constantly on the road together and like she's one of my favorite people to get in the ring with at training like she's awesome <laughs> she's really good so never like a dull moment either she's always really funny yeah yeah and I, I say LA Taylor's definitely on uh, my wish list of uh, interviews somewhere down the line so that'll be good fun but um we have to talk a little bit about the the women's division in the Reach Academy because there's so much kind of strength and depth there I mean we mentioned LA Taylor there's Aurora um Adira there's yourself of course a pretty exciting bunch of wrestlers gracing the women's division at the Reach Academy is, is I mean, I'm sure there's others that are coming through that probably haven't mentioned as well but the women's division in the Reach Academy is pretty strong at the moment isn't it yes <laughs> they're oh, i love them all they're all really good and i can't wait to like face each one of them like i've already had a deer but i can't wait oh, they're just all really good and it's awesome to see them like in training and they, they all like push themselves so much 
Yeah. Would you say there's a, a locker room leader amongst the Reach Academy? You know, I'm, I'm guessing that, that there's lots of big personalities in, in the Reach um, Academy locker room. Would you say that, you know, there's a, a locker room leader or do you think that they all add um, a, a, something different to the locker room in their own way um, that kind of creates the atmosphere? A bit of both, really. Like, everyone's, like, extremely different. There's no one that's the same. Yeah. But I'd say there's definitely two, like, locker room leaders, and that would be okay. Evan and L.A. Taylor. Like, they're the two, like, people that everyone, like, will go to for, like, advice because they've got the most experience out of the most of us. Yeah. They're, like, the go-to people to talk to outside of, like, Grayson and Jason. Yeah, and of course, um, I think LA recently uh, wrestled on a on a main reach card, didn't she, against uh, Millie McKenzie? So uh, she's kind of got that feather in her cap already. But um, let, let's skip all the way back now. I, I kind of get the impression that you're a long time wrestling fan. Um, how long have you been watching pro wrestling for? Can you remember kind of not necessarily the first time you ever switched on and saw professional wrestling, but do you know kind of how you become a fan or kind of what sort of uh, you know what was going on at the time to make you fall in love with wrestling? as a fan i have two older brothers i have a lot of siblings but i have two older brothers that were constantly watching wrestling and my oldest brother daryl he would constantly wrestle my brother connor so when my brother had me like i was younger one for once he thought yes i can wrestle someone smaller than me now i haven't got to be the person that's being thrown about i can chuck them about i remember like constantly being chucked on a sofa and like thrown about a trampoline (laughs) And I'm like, what's happening? I don't understand. But like, it would always be on the TV as well. So I was like, I didn't really understand what I was watching and what was happening. So I was about six, seven. And I was like, oh, wow, this is this is really cool. And my brother was like, they were both like, you're not watching this. Like, what? And they're like, you need to watch the old stuff first. So they made me watch all their old, like, DVDs and, like, videotapes of everything. They're like, you're not being a fan, so you've watched the good stuff. I was like, okay. <laughs> so when you say the good stuff, kind of what sort of era are we talking about here? They were very, like, 90s kids, so they were, like, Attitude Era. They nice. Were, they were, like, you need to watch this stuff first, and then you can watch the new stuff. Like, oh, okay. I didn't mind it. I loved it. So I was yeah. Like, <laughs> more wrestling for me. This is awesome. And um, talk about wrestling heroes, then. So uh, w- w- when kind of I say the words wrestling heroes to you, what, what kind of names automatically spring to mind? I mean, w- do you have any kind of uh, wrestling idols or heroes from the, from the 90s or the 2000s or the 2010s? Who kind of jumps to mind when I kind of say wrestling heroes to you, then? There's a few that come to mind, but, like, my all-time favourite is has always been Rey Mysterio. Wow. So cool. And, like, he's tiny like me, so I was like, whoa, you can do it, so can I. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Would you say that he's kind of influenced uh, influenced uh, your, your kind of, I don't know, your uh, wrestling style, maybe? I don't know whether you're a, kind of a lucha-style wrestler, but um, do you think that you kind of model yourself slightly on Rey Mysterio or any, any of your wrestling heroes uh, from the past or present? Yeah, definitely. I'd say a lot of my moves are similar to like Rey Mysterio, like the whole like lucha, like kind of high flying stuff. Yeah, I, I really like that. <laughs> so I guess he kind of influenced my like my wrestling moveset, which is cool in my opinion. Yeah, but, yeah I think he's wicked. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, pretty cool. When I'm a big fan of I've seen him wrestle over here in the UK a couple of times when he visited a few years back. Um, and uh, yeah, a big, big fan of um, of Rey Mysterio. But um, and I remember seeing him when he was just a teenager back in the early 90s, and that that 
kind of goes to show how long I've been watching wrestling for. But uh, when he first appeared on ECW back in about 94, 95, and that's kind of when I first was introduced to Rey Mysterio. So, yes, I've been watching him for a long time also. But um, just, just, just changing the subject slightly. So we, we spoke about some of your training over at Reach, but you've also um, travelled uh, to, to Norwich over in Norfolk and you wrestled for the Knight family, with the Knight family, at their WAW training camps as well, haven't you? So tell us a bit about that experience. And first of all, how did that opportunity arise? So the first time I went was August last year and I went with my older brother, um, Jackson Shaw from the Academy and this other guy called 16 Plus from the Academy. But I'm, at this point, I was still pretty new. I'd only been training like four or five months. So I was, wasn't great, to be honest. And um, I remember going up and I was so, so shy. I, I still wasn't really confident in myself. So like Dean, Saray and I and Ricky and I, I was like, what am I doing? What have I got myself in for? Like, you're going to look like an absolute idiot. And that whole week has like made me so much more confident in myself, like in my wrestling. I've met some really cool people through them. And they've taught me stuff. I, I, you're never going to learn like British tech from anyone else other than like, really. They are pure British tech and it's so good. And I remember um, the last day of that, I, I spent a week there. The last day you have to do a match in front of like almost every single Knight family member. You had PJ, you had RKJ, you had Ricky Senior, you had Soraya and you had um, Zach. Yeah. And my brother got sent home early because he like hurt his knees. So I was up there just by myself really at the point. And um, I got partnered with this guy. He was really good. And I remember finishing the match and I was like, oh, please tell me they liked it. Please tell me they liked it. <laughs> like pure panic. And I don't think I'll ever get a compliment as good as I did from Soraya and I. She was like, oh, I see a lot of myself in you. And like, I see a little bit of my daughter as well. But don't cry. What? Like, you can't hear that from anyone else. This is the <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like, ah, don't mark out. Don't mark out. Chill. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> I was like, ugh. Like, crazy. Um, and then after that, I really loved it up there. So I, I came back, been back twice since. And one was by myself. And I was pretty, like, terrified at first. I was like, right, is anyone going to remember me? Like, what, what's going to happen? And I remember going up, and it was really fun. Like, a lot of people there recognized me. And it was nice to have, like, familiar faces. But, like, I didn't want to be, like, the outsider and, yeah. like, be the one that kind of sits in the back and doesn't do anything. But they included me a lot, and they welcomed me back, like, with open arms. And then I went back up again recently with L.A. Taylor, and that was really good fun. Wow. So you've had, what, three trips up there? Yeah, three trips now. It would have been oh. more, but you know, pandemic. Of course. <laughs> yeah, and that compliment from Soraya is is just that's mind blowing, isn't it? Really, to be honest with you, to have that type of compliment. Um, and you're only what four months into your training, and uh, they're, they're kind of yeah. saying that about you. So that's really really cool. And I've always got this kind of. Uh, and I think a lot of people have got this um, misconception about the Knights that they're quite intimidating and quite scary. But uh, I'll, obviously, obviously, I'm wrong that they are lovely and uh, very welcoming and uh, very encouraging. And you, you learned a different style of wrestling while you were there compared to what you've learned at Reach. I mean, how would you define the two? So, like, I learn a lot at Reach, like, but you're not going to learn British tech anywhere other than, like, WW really. Because they've... Yeah. they've they like they know everything they've been out for years it's like it was nice to have like a different style like more tech background because we do we do tech at reach but it's not as like as much and mm. it's not like the old british stuff that we don't know it all 
down yeah. there. So when I came back, they were like, oh, what's that cool thing you did? I was like, oh, I'll show you. Yeah. And they were like, oh, that was cool. Where'd you learn that? I was like, WW. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you mentioned that you'd, you'd be welcome back to with open arms if the opportunity arose. But I mean, do you, now that you've seen the advantage of learning from a different school with different trainers, do you think there's benefits to possibly maybe broadening your uh, horizon and maybe visiting other wrestling schools? Or, I mean, what, what's your plans regarding um, the continuation of your training going forward? Do you want to concentrate mostly at reach or do you want to kind of broaden your horizon with other schools? What, where's your mind at, at the moment? So, yeah, um, I want to branch out a bit. Like reach is obviously my primarily like training school and that's where I'm always going to stay, really. But obviously, I've been to WAW. I want to go to Dragon Pro for a few sessions just because that's cool. And like, I'd love that like, you can learn a lot there. Um, I want to go to Eve up in London. That'd be interesting. Yes. And I want to go to Catch 22 with Mike, Mike Bird. I feel like that would be a nice one to try out as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think, as we mentioned earlier, you could probably pick up different things, different skills, different techniques from all of those. But that's really, really cool. Um, let, let me ask you, when you first uh, started training to be a pro wrestler, um, probably a year or so ago, what, what what did your kind of friends and your family and maybe workmates, um, how did they react when you told them that you wanted to become a pro wrestler? I mean, did you get any, any strange reactions from any of them when you told them that you were training to become a pro wrestler? I remember like my brother, my brothers were right, all for it. They were like, yes, do that. That's great. My mum thought I was joking at first, but then she was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You've always been sporty kind of thing. My dad, on the other hand, he, he was a little bit confused because my, my eldest brother wanted to be a wrestler as well when he was like my age. And he was like, I'm going to be a singing wrestler. I'm so cool. So when I told him, he was like, oh, you be a singing wrestler, are you? I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, here we go gonna make a joke out of it it's gonna be great <laughs> but yeah he, he's been to my matches now and he, he loves it apparently <laughs> i don't know yeah. I'm, I'm sure i'm sure they're super proud of you and what you've achieved so far yeah. and uh, um any, any strange reactions from any of your uh, your friends or workmates at all my my best friends i told them they're like a bit surprised at first and everyone goes i never expected you to be a wrestler i would expect something different great you don't look like one like well what does one look like yeah (laughs) my workmates love it they're like we work for a wrestler you want to mess with us to kick your ass and like absolutely absolutely (laughs) (laughs) oh that's brilliant so so i want to kind of change tact once again and uh, i want to kind of take your mind back to uh your first match now we spoke a bit off air and your first match of course was in in december so um only a few short months ago so four or five or six months ago um but how was your kind of preparation um, ahead of that first match? So um, you you, you uh, say knew that you're going to be wrestling. I think you probably had maybe a month or two uh, warning or notice of your of your first match. So how was your kind of preparation? Uh, how did it go? And, and did you kind of on match day itself? Did you have any pre-match nerves? How were you feeling on the on the day itself? So I found out after the first academy show and i remember being told and i was like oh god like that's insane that's like it doesn't seem like it's far away but it felt like it was ages away so like, i got i got plenty of time it's great yeah i remember like the last like month leaving in like that like, like a few weeks in they were like you're gonna just gonna get in the ring with adira you're just gonna train get used to each other and i remember we were training and 
she hits very hard, which is good. She's a hard hitter. And I have braces. And she hit me. <laughs> and they broke. And I was like, ow. <laughs> oh. Really sore. And I couldn't fix them until, like, just before the match. So I was like, every every training session afterwards, it was horrid. I was like, this is really hurting me, but you just have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> then the actual match itself, I was terrified. I don't think I've ever been more of like a shaky mess in my life. And I remember like, I was kind of like hopping up and down. I kind of couldn't stop. I was like, I had And I remember like Grace and Reese kind of like, are you all right? I'm like, mm, yes. <laughs> like, I'm fine. Uh, like, like, no, I'm not. But I, yes, we are. And I remember like panic eating like a, like a mini cup of Pringles and chocolate. And that just made me jump up and down more. <laughs> like, you're child, stop it. Um... And then they played Adira's music, and I was like, right, I can't back out now. Yeah, I have to go out. And I'm like, oh, God, like pure panic. And I'm like, at the point where they start playing my music, I'm like, I have never done this since. <laughs> I was like, what do I do? I was like, no. And I was like, about this part. And I'm like, I think I have to do a pure baby face entrance. It's just like, cheer for me, please. I like, five everyone because that's what you do when you panic. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is going to be fun. And it was really fun, but I was just like, oh, like you got to do it now. Just get out there, get it done with. But I, I was one big ball of wrecking nerves. Yeah, and I suppose <laughs> when you're in the ring, um, did, did your kind of wrestling mind just kick into autopilot? Yeah, all the nerves went away as soon as I was in it. I was like, oh, okay, I'm here now. I know, I know what I need to do. I know how to fight. It's fine. And then suddenly, the bell's rung, and I'm like, okay. Down to business, and that the nerves have just gone. It's like it's all adrenaline. Yeah, but but it was against Adira. Now I know <laughs> that we we kind of we spoke a bit off air, but but she is an intimidating character, isn't she? I mean, I I, I wouldn't want to be within twenty feet of her, you know, let alone be inside the a wrestling ring with her actually fighting. She she's in full heel mode pretty much all the time. But uh, tell us about that first match because you said that she strikes hard. She's a hard hitter. Um, yeah. Your t- your technique was obviously you know um, I, I don't know quite fast paced. I'm guessing yeah. um, and and to kind of turn her moves into into your moves um but uh, i mean i've seen some clips of that match and the fans are really really behind you and uh, that must have been great to have kind of heard that type of support from the outside but uh, tell us a bit about about that match then because you two had a hell of a battle and considering it was your first match it went down really really well didn't it yeah uh when i when i came out i wasn't expecting like the pop i got i was like oh that's really loud okay like I'm over and I haven't done anything yet. It's great. <laughs> I was like, oh, I haven't got to do anything now. I, I do have to do something. But um, I got in the ring and I was like thinking, oh, crap, this is going to hurt. Like, just fine. You know, I feel it till afterwards. And I remember, like, when that bell rang, I was like, right, just suck it up. It's going to hit you really hard now. <laughs> and um, but the thing is, even though she's terrifying, like, really terrifying, if you hit her hard back, she will be a little bit gentler with you. Like, not much, but a little bit. <laughs> She's got respect like, for you then. Yeah, a little bit of respect there. Was, he was punching me, but I was kicking her. So I was like, okay, if you're going to punch me, I need to kick you back because I'm sore. You need to feel something, please. <laughs> and, um, like, oh, there's clips of the powerbomb. That that took my soul away. Yeah, that looked like it sucked. I remember, like, I need to kick out. I don't want to kick out, but I need to kick out. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like, I'm not going to walk again. But I remember I did it. I was like, 
I'm not done. She's going to kill me again. Like, damn it. <laughs> but, but, but you did it and you survived your first match. And you must have been uh, kind of elated after the match. You must have been on a high for hours afterwards. Besides being very sore, of course. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> the, 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 I mean, I've spoken to so many wrestlers and they said that after, after every match, but let alone your first match, you, you probably had kind of a, the a biggest adrenaline buzz of your life. I have never been like so happy. I remember as soon as I like, came through the curtain and I like it felt like you were shut behind me. I actually like fell to the floor, sat there, like kinda lied down. Smiling <laughs> 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 like an absolute weirdo. <laughs> but um all of the girls just came and joined me and like we had like there's this really cute little picture of all of us just hugging each other. Because it's the first time all of us had been on the show, yeah. like all at once. So it was it was really cute and we we're all just like dead because we're all sore and bruised. We're all just dying on the floor with smiles and giggles and everyone else was like, what are they doing? But we're having the time of our lives because we're just pure joy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you, you said earlier that, you know, you couldn't understand why you were so over with the fans after your first match. You say you hadn't done anything when in, in actual fact you had you wrestled an <laughs> outstanding match. But, uh, you know, it, it's clear that you're a, you know, a, a baby face through and through. And when you've got kind of an ultimate baby face and an ultimate heel, um, you know, <laughs> That, that's a winning combination to start off with. But I, I want to ask you a bit about your character then. So who is Echo Reed, the character, and who is Echo Reed, the wrestler? If you could sum up your character, your gimmick, how would you describe Echo Reed? So we, I know I've described you as a baby face, but is there more to it? I'm very much like an underdog, like dark horse kind of thing. Like you don't expect anything amazing, but like I can do some pretty cool stuff. So you're never really going to expect me to beat someone as like, like Adira, but like I probably could. It's like things like that. It's like the Daniel Bryan story they had like a few years yeah. ago. You build it up and eventually you're going to get like an amazing win. Things like that. It's Absolutely. Like, that's what I want to build too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and, and don't want to ask you about your name as well. So Echo Reed, you know, it's a great name for a pro wrestler. It really, really is. It really jumps off the page. It's been a, a proper pro wrestling name, but it, it could always be a name straight out of a Marvel superhero movie, couldn't it? Echo Reed. Where did you come up? Where did you come up with a name? I mean, did, did, was it given to you? Uh, did you come up with it in, in kind of like a, a moment of, uh, you know, uh, clarity in the middle of the night? How did you come up with the name Echo Reed? I came out of it in a pretty boring way, not going to lie. It was from <laughs> Marvel. Like, I was, I was always interested in that stuff. So I was like, oh, yeah. it sounds like a superhero name after I figured it out. Like, that's pretty mm. cool. But um, beforehand, I was like, I knew what the last thing to be read, just because it's similar to my, my nickname, like to my actual name. Yeah. Like, my mum is very forgetful and chants my actual name because she's done it before. It sounds like read, so it's fine. Yeah. And it's confusion, and I'm not going to be mad at her about it. But, um... Echo, I was really, I'm really boring. I was reading a book <laughs> and there was a town in it called Echo Ridge. And I was like, oh, I really like that name. That's pretty cool. And then at the same time, that like but later that day, I was listening to Linkin Park because I'm edgy, not really. Um, and I like, lost in the Echo came on. I was like, maybe Echo Ridge sounds cool. Like, that sounds pretty cool, actually. Like, yeah. Myself, cause apparently I'm insane. Um, and <laughs> they just stuck. And I remember like messaging Jason King, be like, what do you think of this for a name? He's like, oh, I really like that. Like, Victory, thank you. I haven't got to do the hassle of thinking of a name anymore. <laughs> but it, it really is a cool <laughs> name. 
it really is a cool name. And it does sound like a superhero name. And I think, uh, you know, to your fans um, at, the, at the Reach Academy shows, I think that, you know, going forward, you're, you're going to be getting a, a superhero reaction every time you come out. But um, let, let's kind of talk about your rivalry then with, with Jason King, because mm-hmm. it, it kind of occurred during, um, I think, the February uh, Academy show. And there was a battle royal. I think it was the crown to crown a new number one contender, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it was a fantastic moment when you eliminated Jason King from that match, setting up your next feud with him, of course. Um, and, you're, you're, you know, of course, that match between you and Jason was meant to have taken place this past weekend, wasn't it, a few days ago? Yeah. Um, so that, that must have been a pretty uh, sad occasion when Saturday came around and you realised that that match wasn't going to happen. Now, it is going to be rescheduled for July the 5th, if I'm not mistaken. But when it does happen, this is going to be a really exciting match. It's got a ready-made storyline between you and Jason and everything. So tell us about that moment when you eliminated him from the Battle Royal um, and, uh, you know, having having Jason uh, as your next feud. So in the Battle Royal, I remember I had everyone but him. I took five chops from PJ and that was horrid. I've never taken a chop from anyone as bad as him. Like, they're, they're horrid chops. And at this point, I'm already bruised. And I remember like seeing Jason in the mother, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna face it now. Because at this point, I had already had like a mini feud kind of thing, like on social media with him. Yeah. I made this video back in October saying how I'm just there for tea and bringing bags to the wrestlers, and that set set off like every single fan from the reach was just like, that's so wrong and things like that. So like, oh, okay, thanks, appreciate you, (laughs) cheers. And um, so that battle royal moment. It took three attempts to get over that. <laughs> I was like, "Please, just leave." And I was like, "I'm not. I'm not, I'm, be, I'm very stubborn. Apparently, I was like, I'm not like moving on until you're out of this ring." And it took a lot of effort. And at this point, I'm dead. <laughs> I, I'm sweating so much that I've smudged half of on my face. It's like I'm crying. I'm like, "This is great." And it's like a like a picture of me like full on sassing him. As soon as I've got him out of the ring, I'm like, ah, like doing this weird hand thing. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> weird mask mask over me. I'm like, just like, bye, honey. See you later. Uh, yeah, but I, I remember as soon as I did it, like everyone like was like cheering. I was like, oh, that's what I wanted. This is amazing. And because of that, it set up like the next feud. And like, yeah. I can't wait to face him. I really want to hit him. <laughs> and how do you rate your chances when you do finally get into the ring uh, with Jason? And based on your kind of battle royal encounter, do you plan to exploit any weaknesses that you saw in him that night? I don't really know. Like, if I can face Adira and come kind of close, I'm yeah. not really afraid of Jason King, if I'm honest. Like, sure, he's been around for a while. He's got this like, experience. He's faced some really cool people, but other than that like I'm not really threatened so he's not a very tall man he's not like big and strong he's like a few inches taller than me so my my chances are very high in my opinion but weaknesses wise I don't think he's quick as me and I don't think he can do the stuff I can do so we'll have to see there we go that's going to be 
a hell of a match and uh, I definitely want to be there when that happens but um, like I say, in the meantime at least you've got social media to taunt one another and <laughs> to, uh, to, to continue your feud uh, on social media I suppose but uh, looking at the rest of the Reach Academy roster then Echo is, is there any unfinished business with the likes of Adira that you would like to settle or maybe LA Taylor because I think it was LA Taylor didn't she eliminate you from the Battle Royal in February um, or, or anybody else that you have your eye on uh, when wrestling resumes back in the near future so yeah obviously I w- I'm always down for another match with Adira like I really enjoyed the first one like I've got nothing but respect for her even though she's tough and she's scary as hell I like challenges and she is a challenge and I want to see if I can actually beat her and then LA six foot crazy like she's so strong like I like that's a huge challenge as well and I, I'm so happy to be in the ring with her and like even though she eliminated me in the battle royal, like it was like I'm happy that it was like us two left in the ring. Yeah. Like the two girls did it. Like that's incredible, incredible in my eye. And I came close, which is I'm really annoyed about because I had her, and then she got me, and I was like, ah. Oh. So I would like to definitely face her. But then academy wise, I think it'd be nice to face like as many people as possible because like people you work with constantly. Yeah. Season, like, like everyone's improving so much like it'd be like very I'd be like very happy to be in the ring of any of them really yeah I, I would love like a a match with David Luck and Danny Steele like those two I think are very underrated compared to a lot of the guys there like they're they're freaking awesome in my opinion. so I would love to be in the ring with those two there we go. So uh, Echo Reads put out the challenge on the Wrestling with Jonas podcast. So who knows? That could happen. Uh, but what about getting on? T- I mean, one of your goals has to be uh, getting onto a main kind of reach show, a main reach card, I suppose. Any desires one day to, to wrestle on a, on a reach show and maybe to take on the likes of Millie McKenzie, maybe for the Women's Championship? Oh, definitely. That is like the goal. Even though we have the Academy Championship, I would love that. But my eyes are like primarily set on that Women's Championship. That's the gold. That is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That is what I want. And if I have to go for Millie McKenzie, then like I'm down. That would be like a dream. So cool. That would be awesome. And I'd be all over that. That would be absolutely fantastic. But uh, <laughs> Echo, it's been wonderful speaking to you, learning about you and your life and, and wrestling, your love for pro wrestling and your love for Reach Academy. Um, but before we let you go, um, do you have any social media channels, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook that you want to plug? Any uh, any handles that you want to throw out to my Wrestling with Jonas, um audience in case they want to kind of reach out, say hi or learn more about Echo Reed? Oh, yeah, sure. So if you want to see how bored I get on Instagram, that one is echo.read.pw. And then my Twitter is echo underscore read underscore pw. Then I also have a Facebook page. So, you know, so feel free to like drop me a message, give me a follow. Like I'm always happy to speak to people and I've got nothing but free time at the moment. So there we fun. go. <laughs> But uh, Echo, thank you so much uh, for joining us as a special guest. It's been a really fun interview speaking to you on the Wrestling with Jonas podcast. And uh, hopefully, you never know, in, in a couple of years' time, when you've got that Reach Women's Championship uh, draped across your shoulder, we might get you back on the show to talk about uh, beating M- Millie McKenzie for that championship. How does that sound? That sounds awesome. 
we'll definitely have to do that <laughs> there we go but uh, uh, thank you very much echo for for coming on the wrestling Jonas podcast uh, and uh yep yeah, so, so please keep it tuned to the wrestling Jonas podcast and if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast please don't forget to spread the word tell your friends and tell your family don't forget to subscribe press that ever important subscribe button on whatever channel you're listening to this on and uh, so you won't miss out on a single episode that way whether it be uh, podbean spotify uh, anchor apple youtube just press that subscribe button right now but uh, thanks again for echo for coming on on the rest of the podcast thanks to everybody for listening and we'll catch up with you all again soon Thank you.